Dar Gantner was surprised when Rain showed up at the restaurant. He hadn't counted on her to return his call. After a while, he wondered why he'd even tried. His life had been a series of failures. Grandiose plans, but flawed execution. No follow-through, no closure, as they called it now. It wasn't for want of trying. God or fate or whatever you called the monkey upstairs obviously had a plan for him. It just wasn't the same plan he had. She wasn't the first person he called when he got out. That honor went to Teddy. He hadn't gotten through, of course. He left a message and gave them the number of the cell he'd bought with his first paycheck. Good for a month, they said. Then you threw it away. He remembered exiting the big box store, appalled at how disposable capitalism had become. At the same time, he was fascinated by phones smaller than a pack of cigarettes. Dick Tracy's wrist phone come to life. Rain hadn't been hard to find once he remembered her real name. She'd returned his call a day later, and after a shocked silence asked where he was. He'd come first to Old Town, the only part of Chicago he knew well, but the prices were too steep, so he ended up in Rogers Park. He heard the pity in her voice when he said he was washing dishes, but he might be promoted to waiter or even bartender, he said, hoping he sounded cheery. Then he asked for a favor. Can you track someone down for me? Depends who it is, she replied. Four days later, she appeared at the restaurant just before closing. He'd been scouring a large pot, thinking about the instantaneous global connections Thomas Friedman described in The World is Flat. He'd always been a voracious reader, and while reading was a poor man's substitute for experience, he had a hole of four decades to fill. He glanced up as she pushed through the swinging door. She immediately picked him out. You look exactly the same, Dar. Dar had never been vain, but he knew she was flattering him. Tall but stooped from years of inactivity, he had a paunch no matter how many sit-ups he did. His dark hair, now salted with gray, had thinned, and age spots freckled his skin. Only his eyes looked the same, he'd been told. Deep-set and so smoky you couldn't tell where his iris ended and his pupil began. Eyes with such a piercing expression that people figured he was as crazy as a loon and crossed the street rather than walk past him. They had helped him inside, those eyes. People generally left him alone.